What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of One One Sports and Cards. I'm Nathan Holloway, and with me, as always, George. What's up? So we're going to start off in the NFL. Big week in the NFL with the draft, but let's get into that a little bit later. First off, DeAndre Hopkins has been in six games for PEDs. I was really surprised. Maybe this is why he was so good. But, I mean, they they already have a problem with Kyler, and now they're going to have a problem with DeAndre Hopkins. Do you see either of these guys playing for the Cardinals much longer? Mm, that's tough to say. It's kind of lonely. Depends what Kylo does. I don't get why you wouldn't re-sign Kyler since you've made the whole the whole team. I mean, based around him, yeah, basically, especially with the head coach who was a college coach and they run a college system, which somehow works. I don't know. Tyra Matthews signed a three-year deal with his hometown, New Orleans Saints. The Saints are going to be a very good team this year as long as Jameis can stay healthy. Which is the biggest if of the whole yeah. team. Yeah. Moving in to the NFL draft, the Jags surprisingly took Trayvon Walker with the first overall pick, which led to the Lions turning in their draft card two minutes into the 10 minute time, which did not make the NFL too happy. But they got Aiden Hutchinson, who should have been the first pick. But, I mean, the Jags are going to jack. Kenny Pickett was taking 20th overall to the Steelers. Really don't know why. I was close on my prediction. I'll say that. I would rather have Malik Willis, but also I'm pretty sure you could have waited to take Kenny Pickett till the third round like all the other quarterbacks. Yeah. So they just wasted a first-round pick on a guy who is already old. He's older than Jordan Love, and Jordan Love's been in the league three years. And I don't see Kenny Pickett, like, developing anymore because he's already – he was the most pro-ready quarterback in this draft because, I mean, he is basically a pro. Yeah. But – I don't know, maybe the Steelers have something up their sleeve, or they'll just suck, because it's the Steelers. The Ravens traded Marquise Hollywood Brown to the Cardinals to Lamar Jackson's despise. He was not very happy, and of course, Lamar still has not signed a contract extension. So could this potentially hinder... Push him over the edge. Yeah. It could be. I mean, it sucks when you get a guy you don't really want. I mean, it makes you not want to play. But I mean, listen to you. I mean, I'll talk about this later, but the Ravens had, in my opinion, the second best draft at anybody. And they were able to get a first round pick for Marquise Brown. The Eagles get AJ Brown from the Titans. It's gonna be huge. Finally, Jalen Hurts has a number one receiver. Because you know the Eagles have not drafted receivers well besides Devontae Smith last year. That was the only exception. But JJ Arcega Whiteside is trash. And Jalen Rager is just butt cheeks. I don't I don't know how he hasn't been cut yet. So this is this is gonna be good for the Eagles. In my opinion, the Eagles are the best team in the division. I have them over the Cowboys, even though the Cowboys had a really good draft. But the the Eagles are just a better team, in my opinion. It all depends on Jalen Hurts, though. And as many people expected, this is Jalen Hurts' deciding year in Philly. Desmond Ritter was surprisingly the second quarterback off the board. He went to the Falcons in the third round. And Malik Willis fell to the Titans in the third round. Did you like the Falcons taking Ritter ahead of Wills. I mean, I think only reason why Desmond got picked over him because he went to a bigger school. He went to a more, like, I guess, school that's been more... I mean, they, they had more competition. I mean, Cincinnati also made the college football yeah. playoff last year. And Liberty, I mean, they had a good record, but they didn't make it. Yeah. So, that's I, the only reason why I think. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I'd rather have Malik Willis. But the Panthers took Matt Corral in the third round, and the Washington Commanders get Sam Howell, who fell to the fifth round... It's going to be very interesting, very interesting between both these teams, the Panthers and the Commanders, to see their 
quarterback competition because, I mean, Matt Corral can easily beat out Sam Darnold. Yeah. And Sam Howell can easily beat out Carson Wentz. I'm going to move on to, I know you're not going to have much to say about this, but my draft winners, the biggest winner is the New York Jets. The Jets had an unbelievable draft. I mean, they got Ahmad Sauce Gardner fourth overall. He fell to fourth. And this kid in his whole college career did not allow a receiving touchdown, which is unbelievable for a corner. They also got Garrett Wilson, who was one of the, if not the best wide receivers in the draft. Going to help out Zach Wilson with a team that desperately needed wide receivers. Also got Jermaine Johnson, the second who fell to 26th. And then to start the second round with the 36th, 36th overall pick, they ended up taking it. Taking Brees Hall, running back, I mean, with him and then Michael Carter as a two running back duo, it's going to be very good. The Jets are going to be very good in a few years. This year, they could contend for a playoff spot, possibly. Of course, they'd have to get by the Bills and the Patriots in their division. As of right now, i put them ahead of the Patriots, though, which you will see later. Why? But the Jets, this was a huge, huge draft. I mean, them first three guys, like Gardner, Wilson, and Jermaine Johnson, them were all... According to Mel Kuyper and people at ESPN, them were all top 15 prospects coming in. And they got all of them within the first 26 picks. So, I mean, the Jets, they're going to be set. Another team that was a winner was the Ravens. Ended up trading AJ or trading Marquise Brown to the Cardinals. Got a first-round pick for him. They get Kyle Hamilton, 14th overall, great safety. They took the best center in the draft, Tyler Linderbaum. And this dude is going to be a Pro Bowl-level player in the NFL. And then David Ajabo just slid down. I know he had some injury history when he was at Michigan. But he slid down to the 45th pick. So they three solid picks. Also made a lot of other good picks later on. Another winner, Mike Green Bay Packers. I was surprised that, well, actually I wasn't surprised that they didn't take a wide receiver in the first round because they never do. The only offensive player they've taken in the first round since Rodgers has taken over as quarterback is Jordan Love, his replacement. So, but they get Quay Walker, 22nd, Devontae Wyatt, 28th, both of them guys from Georgia. This is the first team to ever take two defensive players from the same college in back-to-back picks in the first round. They also got Christian Watson traded up for him. With the 34th pick, great wide receiver coming out of North Dakota State. Of course, he had Trey Lance as his quarterback a few years ago, and this kid's going to be a stud. You also get Romeo Dubs, or Dubs, I don't really know how you say Dubes. it. I don't really know how you say it, but he went 132nd overall, and just another wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers. Of course, these guys probably not going to step up and have as much of an impact as Devontae Adams, but I mean, with the people that they had on their team at wide receiver, can get no more. True. <laughs> the Eagles also had a great draft. They get Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean, who fell. He was supposed to go in the top 15, possibly top 10. Fell to the second round. Great linebacker. Then they also got A.J. Brown. So the Eagles, great draft. My draft losers, though, number one, the Patriots. They took Cole Strange, 29th overall. I don't, I don't really know why because... I mean, they needed offensive linemen, but this dude wasn't even projected in like the first two rounds, and they took him in the first. And then why, after taking Mac Jones last year, why would you take Bailey Zappe, 137th overall? Why would you take another quarterback? I mean, Zappe was good. He was great in college. 
But do you really not trust Mac Jones that much? Or do you want a guy to possibly compete for the starting job to make Mac better? I don't know. Of course, I'll say this is they're one of my biggest losers. They are my biggest loser. But, you know, it is the Patriots, and they'll Dude, somehow the find a way to. Who knows? Maybe Cole Strange will end up being really good. Yeah. Be like one of the best offensive linemen ever. It wouldn't surprise me. It is the Patriots. The Jaguars are another one. Trayvon Walker, first overall. I don't like that pick. They had they could have gotten Aiden Hutchinson, could have gotten Kayvon Thibodeau who went fifth to the Giants. The Giants are also a winner in my book. I just didn't have them lift, listed here, but the Giants made a lot of good moves. But for the Jags, they took two defensive players in the first round, both at the same position. And they needed a lot. They needed a lot, but I mean they needed offensive linemen. They took one. I believe, in the draft, which was surprising. Another draft loser, two quarterbacks, Ryan Tannehill is a loser. Of course, came out today, yesterday, and said that it is not his job to teach Malik Willis and train Malik Willis. What did you think about that? As a, if you're the veteran of the game, your job is to help the young QB when just fill in your shoes. I mean, I don't know why you want to help him. I mean, unless you think you're going to get your job taken by him. I mean, that's the only reason. But, yeah, that's also what I was thinking with Tannehill. I mean, it could be that he thinks he's going to take his job. I mean, Tannehill hasn't been the best. Yeah. But, I mean, for a guy to come in with a third-round pick, Tannehill's getting up there in age. You can't say that. Like, you can thank that, but you cannot say that, yeah, just I don't don't really care. Like, basically piss off. I'm not helping you. Yeah. So, I thought it was terrible leadership by Ryan Tannehill. Of course, he's probably already mad that they traded away his biggest weapon in A.J. Brown, and now all he has is Derrick Henry, and who knows if he can stay healthy. But, I mean, for Tannehill, this this was a bad look for him. He will get replaced by Malik Willis because Malik Willis is better. Tannehill is not that good, and he'll prove it this year. But another draft loser is Baker Mayfield. Because the Panthers got their quarterback, Seahawks are sticking with Drew Locke. They were really the only two teams that were looking. So he might have a job. And right now he's not playing for the Browns because he doesn't want to. But he's either going to have to be cut or he's going to have to hold out and get fined in training camp and then wait for some big-name quarterback or some starting quarterback to go down with an injury before teams actually decide (laughs) to trade for him. And it's also the same way with Jimmy Garoppolo right now. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with Baker and also Jimmy G. But, I mean, people are going to be calling up the 49ers for way Jimmy. before for they call up, yeah. call up the Browns. Moving on to the association. Your Boston Celtics won last night. Series is now tied 1-1. to But the thing that I am worried about with the Celtics, and I would hope that you are too, yeah. is that they have attempted more threes by like 20 20 more threes than twos. And also Giannis, they've contained Giannis. Like game one, he did not have a very good game, but he was still the most dominant player on the court. Last night, started off terrible, had a great third quarter, almost led him to a comeback before Tatum just started going off in the fourth. But I don't expect them to continue to contain Giannis this much. I mean, you just have to wait. I mean, he hasn't been shooting the ball well. Yesterday, he missed his first six shots. When I looked at the score and they were down like 20, he was 1 of 10 from the field. I don't expect that 
to continue to happen. I mean, you just have to wait and see. I mean, Giannis, he can come out and drop 40 in a game and miss like three shots anytime. But my biggest thing is the threes. You cannot attempt more threes than twos. I know the Bucks and Mike Budenholzer's offense and defense, especially his defense, he allows three-point shooters to be left open. But you saw it in game one. They weren't able to hit shots. Game two, they were. I mean, they they played great. Brown was able to get some threes. Grant Williams was huge off the bench with 21. Also was a great defender on Giannis, along with Al Horford, which I'm very surprised Al Horford's able to still do that. But you can't continue to take more threes and not drive to the basket. I mean, get Giannis in foul trouble. Get Brooke Lopez in foul trouble. Because if you get some, one of them in foul trouble, that's going to open up. Yeah, because they ain't going to try and foul you, so that's going to let you go. And it's going to open up the inside because that's why they have to attempt more threes because who wants to go inside when you have Brook Lopez on one side and Giannis on the other? Like, yeah. you're not scoring inside at that. But you got to at least attack. Yeah. In game one, they did a terrible job just every time with the pick and roll coming off, just shooting the three. Last night, made a lot of great passes, overtook good shots for great shots, and it helped them win. But heading back to Milwaukee, do you believe? who do you believe will take the series? It's kind of close right now. I can see both teams winning the series. But the only way the Celtics are going to come out on top of the series is that they they got to stop shooting the three ball. Because the Celtics don't have a solidified three-point shooter. Tatum is not a great three-point shooter. Jalen has never really been a great three-point shooter. I mean, mean, Marcus Smart, I don't know if he's out for a while. He didn't play last night. Don't know why. Because he suffered a shoulder injury in game one. I don't know how long he'll be out. The hope is that, I mean, they have from last night, Tuesday night. Saturday, yeah. Yeah, till Saturday. So he should be back in Milwaukee. I don't get why the NBA is doing that. Because Friday night, they have the teams who play tonight. Yeah. The Heat and Sixers, they play again Friday. So why wouldn't, I don't know what the NBA is doing. But I agree with you. I'm going to, I don't believe that they'll keep Giannis contained enough. I believe the Bucks will win the series in seven games. I believe it will go seven, but that is a huge part, like you were talking about with Marcus Smart, being able to come back. I mean, they need a good defender on the court with I mean, some of these guys because Giannis has showed that he has become a great passer, and when he drives, at least one guy open. And so you need Marcus Smart and just his, his level of competition. That's just huge for this team, and they cannot keep relying on shooting 40% from three because that's not going to happen every game. I believe they've shot 93 threes in this series and 73 twos. So, I mean, you're going to have to drive. You're not going to stay at Royals. You can't just shoot the ball. Exactly. And we saw that last night. You can't just shoot the ball to win the game. But Robert Williams being in the game is a really big help too. I mean, he's one of the best defenders in the league. He's going to win a defensive player of the year, if not multiple. The, The kid's a great blocker. Got to stay out of foul trouble. Yeah, that's the problem. But maybe Al will get through his head, you know, the veteran presence, but hey, just go straight up or just, you know, just be there. Just don't kill him. I mean, the Bucks are, you can clearly see they're missing Chris Middleton. Yeah. I mean, they don't have a solidified shooter besides Pat Clinton. And Grayson Allen, who's been we playing very speak. well. We don't speak off the of Grayson bench. Allen. I mean, I hate Grayson Allen. Who Everybody does? does. So you didn't you didn't even pick, pick a team. Uh, that's hard, though, man. Totally. I mean, heading into this, it was a toss-up. Yeah, it still is. I I think if they can, I think the Celtics can hold off Giannis, they will win the series. Giannis is the only one they got to worry about. They can defend Brook. 
Uh, Drew Holiday's been playing very well. We get Marcus Smart back, though. He'll he'll got that. Yeah. So all they got to do is defend Giannis and win this series. If they don't and they let Giannis drop 35, 10, and like 7 every game, they ain't coming out of this. Do you agree with me, though, that whoever wins this series will be representing the East? Yes. In the finals. Because the other teams that are playing, the Heat and the 76ers, they played a night on TNT. The Heat lead the Sixers 1-0. Of course, Embiid's out through at least tonight. Don't know when he's coming back. Harden struggled. He's been Again. struggling for a while. He, I saw a stat that this is his worst postseason since he was in OKC coming off the bench. He's averaging less than 20 points per game. He's averaging 18 points per game in the playoffs. For James Harden, that's, that's well. weird to say. Because, I mean, this dude led the league in scoring like three consecutive years. And now it's he just... Doesn't have it anymore. I don't know if it's a hamstring injury or what. But, I mean, the the Sixers are leading at halftime by one point, And then the Heat just came out. Of course, Tyler Hero, sixth man of the year, Tyler Hero, decided well to. Yes. I mean, he was the only one that you could really vote for. Yeah. Although, I don't believe it was unanimous. I don't know. What are you people thinking? <laughs> it's going to be tough for the Sixers to win the series. They have to win tonight. Well, Joel beats out, isn't he? Yes. That's that's it for them. I mean, they they have to win tonight and hope and beat comes back by Friday yeah. when they shift the series back to Philadelphia to even have a chance, which I don't believe because I believe the Heat are a much better team. The Heat are able to defend. And really the only guy you have to defend right now is Harden because Maxi has not been playing well. And then the Sixers just lost so much depth when they made the trade for Harden. Yeah. I mean, they had Drummond. They had Seth Curry. You don't have either of them now. You don't have a good shooter because Harden has not been a good shooter. He's not reliable. Maxie's been up and down. You could be starting Andre Drummond right now, but instead you're starting DeAndre Jordan, who got cut by the Lakers. And I saw, I believe, when DeAndre Jordan was on the floor in Game 1, they were outscored by like 30 points, which is terrible. But Doc Rivers said, yeah, I don't care what the haters say. We're going to continue to start DeAndre Jordan. Apparently he doesn't look at stats but i mean that's also why you probably won't be the coach after this year so i think the heat are gonna sweep the sixers what do you think mm, yeah i think they will too at least yeah they'll, they'll sweep them no okay. doubt in the west great game last night between the warriors and the grizzlies that series is now tied one to one john morant dropped 47 last night becoming only the third player under 22 years of age 23 23 yeah 22 23 same age yeah yeah, to drop multiple 45-point games, joining LeBron and Kobe. Pretty good company. No! This is going to be... It's already been a great series. This is the funnest series of the year. I agree. Who do you have... It's kind of hard not to go with the Royals. I mean, they just have so much more depth. But, I mean, the Grizzlies are... They'll grit and grind. And if, they, if John continues to play like this... It's going to be tough for Golden State to beat this team. I'm going to go with the Warriors, but they need multiple things to happen. They need Draymond to stay on the court because, I mean, he got hurt in last night's game, came back after some stitches after getting a wicked elbow to the face. But, I mean, game one, he also got that flagrant two, kicked him out of the game. Clay's got to play better. Clay does. I'm hoping that Clay, whenever he goes home, he can get some shots to start falling because he has been terrible this series. Hopefully he can get it going because if last night they shot, what, like 20% from three yeah. or something? I think Curry, Clay, and Poole combined to shoot like six for 26 or something. Which is not And bad. then Wiggins was one for seven. Yeah. 
which Wiggins is Wiggins needs to step it up to. Yeah, because Wiggins has been ever since he made the All Star game, it's gone downhill. Yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna pick the Warriors for the Grizzlies though. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens with Dylan Brooks because he got thrown out of the game yesterday after a very terrible play that ended up costing the Warriors and Gary Payton the second, the rest of the probably the playoffs with a broken left elbow, his shooting elbow. And that's also a huge, huge loss for the Warriors because they had Gary Payton guarding because they had Poole coming off the bench and they had Gary Payton guarding uh, Ja. And Ja didn't have the best game one. But last night without him, you saw what he did, 47 points, almost a triple-double. But for the for the Warriors, they need a lot to step up. This I believe it will go seven games because, I mean, the Grizzlies are just going to fight and grind. They don't give up. I'm going to go with the Warriors, though. It's going to be a very fun series. Yeah. Like you said, best series probably of the playoffs. The Suns lead the Mavs one to nothing. Before this series, I said that the Mavericks were going to win the series, but no. We could drop 45 in game one. Their second leading scorer had 19, and it was uh, Maxi Kleba. Maxi Kleba came wow. off the bench and hit like six threes and had 19 points. That was their second leading scorer. And Jalen Brunson, Brunson did not, not show up. Yeah. Can Luka lead no. the Mavs past the Suns by himself? He did once and he can't do it again. It can't be a f- it can't be like a three v one. Basically, one guy cannot lead the championship. So no. I mean the the Suns D book's been playing good since coming back from the injury. I'm surprised he came back in Game Six of the first round. But for them, Chris Paul has been unbelievable. I mean, closing out the Pelicans and shooting perfect yeah. from the field. I mean, that was unbelievable. And DeAndre Ayton's finally stepped it up. I believe he averaged 25 and 10 in the first round. He needs to continue to do this, especially against the. Mavericks bigs who they don't have right now. So I I believe the Mavs will win one game. I believe that Luka and Jalen Brunson will combine to actually have a good game together, at least one game, and they'll be able to steal that. But other than that, Suns and five. Yeah. You agree with Suns and five? I'm going to sweep. Luka cannot lead a team past this good of a team. Moving on to the MLB. Everybody's favorite player, Robinson Cano. Even the PDs couldn't help him because he just got DFA'd by the Mets. So good job, Robbie Cano. Dusty Baker got his 2000th career win. Of course, manager of the Astros. Used to be with my Washington Nationals, and we got rid of him for some reason. But congrats to Dusty Baker. The team of the month, Pablo Lopez was the pitcher. I, I want to see if you agree with these. So Pablo Lopez pitcher been having a great year yeah. for the Marlins. I mean the Marlins. He's got under a one EOA through f- three stones. First base Rizzo. Yeah. I mean that was really no competition. Yeah. Second base Jazz. Yeah. I mean finally the Marlins put him at the top of the lineup. It took almost a month into the season, but I guess they finally realized that he's their best player right now besides Pablo Lopez. Yeah. Shortstop JP Crawford. He's been playing really really well. Third base. Jose Ramirez. I'd probably put Nolan Arenado. That's, I, that's I a toss-up, though, because they both won Player of the Month. Yeah. And they're both the basemen. Yeah. Both of them will have the MVP yields. So that's tough. But I, I'd go with Ramirez or Arenado. I mean, that's hard to choose, though, because they're both. They've both been playing unbelievable. Yeah. So, I mean, i give it to Ramirez right now. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, catcher was Travis Darno. Yeah. Taylor Ward, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't remember yeah, the first Taylor, name. Yeah. Taylor Ward, left fielder. Trout. Yeah. Center field. So two. Two angels. Two angels. And then right field, Aaron Judge. He's just saying, New York, pay me. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's been their best player this whole season. Jordan, of course, he's the DH. And the relief pitcher, Josh Hayden. No surprise there. Pretty good team. <laughs> Players of the month, if you already said, Arenado and Ramirez. Rookies of the month, Seiya Suzuki and Steven Kwan. And then the pitchers of the month, Pablo Lopez. Logan Gilbert. And Logan Gilbert, who has been... A stud. Yes. I, mean, I knew this kid was going to be a stud ever since he was drafted. I mean, the dude's electric. Looking at the standings, both New York teams lead their divisions and both Los Angeles teams lead their divisions. Never thought I'd be saying that. Never thought but. the Angels would be that high. <laughs> But the Yankees have a three-and-a-half game lead right now over the Blue Jays. Then the Rays are four games back. Red Sox continue to struggle. They're eight games back. And then hey, the Red Sox are only two games ahead of the Orioles, which is very sad. The Central Division, AL Central, Twins have a four-game lead over the Indians. Not the Indians. The Guardians. It's still weird to say that. The Guardians. The White Sox are four-and-a-half games back. Detroit, six games back. And Kansas City... Six and a half. That the central division is just so bad. Like both central divisions are just so bad. I don't know. The twins are good though. I didn't expect the White Sox to be fourth. Yeah. Like, I expected the White Sox to run away with this division. I mean, there's still a lot of baseball to be yeah. played. But in the AL West, the Angels have a one and a half game lead over Houston, two and a half game lead over the Mariners, four and a half game lead over the A's, and a five game lead over the Rangers, who have won three straight. The A's have lost five straight. So the A's are finally looking like the A's we all thought they would be. Still bow my team! And the Rangers are looking like a team that, that we actually, possibly thought yeah. they could be. The NL East, the Mets have a five-game lead over the Morons, a six-game lead over the Phillies, a seven-game lead over the Braves, and an eight-and-a-half-game lead over the Nationals. The Morons have lost four straight. The Phillies and Braves have lost two straight. The Mets have won two straight. And hey, the Nationals have won two straight. Yay. Juan Soto had another home run yesterday. We haven't won two straight since the BMC. Well, we have to talk about that. Yeah. Milwaukee leads, you know, Central at 16 and 8. The Cardinals are two games back. And then after that, just three teams under 500 the Pirates, the Cubs. And then last, with at 3-20, and 20, the Cincinnati Reds lost seven straight games. How does that make you feel? I don't want to talk about it. You know how it makes me feel? Joey Votto posts some TikToks every day because every time you post a TikTok, you win. Because the three times they've won, he's put something on TikTok. Ever since then, he hasn't. If he posts something on TikTok, he might not have a job. <laughs> Because he's not happy. Pretty sure he said he wasn't happy. Yeah. He says this is embarrassing. Yeah. It is. It's also, embarrassing being a Reds fan. Right I also now. saw something on Twitter that said that Joey Votto's time could be coming to an end, and he actually retweeted and replied and said that there's only six months left. So I don't know if he's going to retire. I don't know if that was just Joey being Joey. You know, Joey jokes. He loves a joke. Yeah. But I mean, if I'm a Reds player, I'm contemplating retiring right now. <laughs> Feel Reds fan, you probably just want to like. Not... I don't think there's many Reds fans left. No, because no. I mean, or dying breed. They're just going off on the owner. It's it's great when you go on Twitter or something. Hey, look and at they the post- section oh. of the Reds. It's a war zone, not against each other, against the Reds organization. <laughs> I mean, I follow the Reds on everything, and I just go through the comments. I'm like, this is this is a war zone, dude. <laughs> like, you wonder why no one comes to the games. 
Because I did, I'll come kill all of you. In the NL West, the Dodgers have a half-game lead over the Padres, followed by the Giants, Rockies, and the Diamondbacks, if you actually want to talk about the Diamondbacks. Even though the Diamondbacks have the longest winning streak in the NL West at three games. Because I'm pretty sure they just swept the Marlins. Which is... you have anything else you want to talk about? No. The home run lead's looking great right now. Rizzo, CJ Crone, and Aaron Judge are all tied at nine. You're done with eight. It'll be fun to watch. That RBI lead, of course. Jose Ramirez just been dominant. Manny Machado has been having a great year. I'm not a big Manny Machado fan, but... I love it, man. Dude has been playing unbelievable. Stolen bases. J-Rod. Talking about J-Rod, also got his first career home run. So did Bobby. The other day, and so did Bobby Witt. Last night. Congrats to two Wilkes, though, starting to get the place back. I've seen a stat. Bobby is having like a 10-game hit streak, and he's batting like 300-something. So he's starting to hit the ball. He's starting to get in a rhythm. It's too bad that the Royals are So just, just dog poop. Yeah. Hey, they did bring up MJ Melendez last night. So congrats to him making his debut. If you don't know who MJ Melendez is... He is one of the best catchers in minor league baseball, in my opinion. Very good. But he's not as good as Salvi, but he's going to be placed Salvi. There's a lot of guys in the minors that need to be called up. Nolan Goldman? Come on, guys. This kid is a stud. I've been big on him since 2018 when he was drafted. I saw a stat last night that said that with 11 home runs in AAA, he has more home runs than any MLB player right now. Well, you just said that because no. I don't get why they wouldn't call him up. I mean, I mean, he's not on the 40-man roster from what I saw. Yeah. They could easily change that by DFAing Paul DeYoung. Might as well. Paul DeYoung, as one of our friends said, is the most underrated hitter in baseball, even though the dude's trash. What did he bat last year? Like 192? Wow. If that? This year he might be batting like two. Hey, still not as bad as Victor Robles. Victor Robles actually been playing really well. He had a four-hit game the other day. Wow. His average is almost up to 200. He's no longer the worst on the team because Nelson Cruz is, and now Nelson Cruz is dealing with back problems, probably because he's like a 1,000 years old. But and we're paying him $15 million a year to hit like 140. Hey. We, just, hey, we just need it to warm up in the East, in the East Coast, and then boom, he'll be hitting bombs out oh, at Nationals true. Park. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hopefully. Boomstick! Moving on to the NHL. We never talked about the NHL, Woo-hoo! but the playoffs... Are underway. I want your thoughts on who is going to. We're going to roll through the series. We're going to give our thoughts on the series, and we're going to give our thoughts on who is going to win the Stanley Cup. Neither of us have paid attention to any NHL stuff this year. I've not paid attention to any NHL stuff since before Ever. the pandemic. I was. I did pay attention when the Blackhawks were good. I did pay attention when the Blues won the Stanley Cup Finals. I don't know why because I'm not a Blues fan, but yeah. So, I have the bracket pulled up here. We're going to go through these right quick. Avalanche lead the Predators 1-0. Avalanche are favored to come out of their conference to the Stanley Cup Finals. Of course, they have been for like the last three years, and they have not been able to do it. So, do you believe the Avalanche can win the series? I mean, they beat the Predators like 7-2 to yesterday. It was 5 to nothing midway through the first period when I was making the script, and I just went ahead and put the Avalanche lead the Predators one to nothing because I knew they were yeah. going to win. I mean, Avalanche are one of the best teams in the league, I think. They are. So, I yeah. mean, they have a lot of great talent. Yeah. They traded for a great goalie. Also have Nathan McKinnon, who's one of the best offensive players in the league. The Blues lead the Wild one to nothing. A terrible first game for the Wild. A terrible first game for one of my favorite players, Marc-Andre Fleury, who was traded to the Wild from my Chicago Blackhawks earlier this season. I have the Blues coming out. I hate to say it, but I have the Blues. You agree? I'm going with the Wild. Okay. <laughs> Upset. 
I don't like the Blues. So. Yeah, I don't either, but... I don't know nothing about hockey. I'm just throwing names that I like. If I'm white, I'm white. The Kings. <laughs> the Kings upset the Oilers in game one. I didn't even know the Kings were, like, relevant anymore. But, yeah, they upset the Oilers. I still have the Oilers in the series. I mean, you can't bet against Connor McDavid, Dreisaitl, yeah. and the Oilers. So The Capitals took down the Panthers, who had the best record in all of hockey. They took them down last night 4-2. to two. Can the Capitals win the series? No. I'm going with Panthers still. I am too. I, I mean, mean, they, they were so good in the regular season. Ovechkin is just... He's just a god. Yeah, he's also getting up there in age. Yeah. The Maple Leafs lead the Lightning one to nothing. Chris, the Lightning have won back-to-back Stanley Cup titles. It's a little surprising that the Maple Leafs won this one game one. I believe uh, Austin Matthews had two, two goals. Yeah. So this is probably the most, probably even be the most entertaining series, Maple Leafs or Lightning. I'm going to go Lightning because they're just the better overall team. Because Maple Leafs barely made it into the playoffs, I think, didn't they? I have no idea. I think they barely made it. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm also going to go with the Lightning. I mean, they've won two, two straight. Three-peat? I'm not going to go with three-peat. <laughs> I'm really not. But I believe the Lightning will get through this series. Hurricanes lead the Bruins one to nothing. Yeah. Hurricanes. I'm also going with the Hurricanes. Sebastian Ajo. Let's Don't go. know who that is. Oh, he's very good. <laughs> if you collected hockey cards, you know who he was. He's very, very expensive. Penguins lead the Rangers one to nothing. A three overtime thriller last night. This saw Sidney Crosby uh, get three points. Of course, the Penguins won. But how about Igor Shesterkin, the goalie for the Rangers? Seventy nine saves in the loss. But some work That's nothing. impressive. Yeah, when I saw when I saw because I saw that he was up to like seventy four, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> And then, and then the, the ESPN alert came over, and they're like, "Yeah, Penguins won." I'm like, "That sucks for the goalie, because I mean, you you saved 79 on 83 shot attempts. Just too bad." I still have the Rangers in the series, just because I hate the Penguins. So, out of the Western Conference, who do you have coming out? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Avalanche. I'm gonna go with the Calgary Flames. They won one to nothing last night. I love Calgary. Johnny Gaudreau. That's what I was thinking. One of their best players, Johnny Gaudreau, big Johnny Gaudreau fan. But clearly, yes, I couldn't even think of his name. <laughs> but I have the Flames coming out of the West. I believe they will defeat the Avalanche in the conference finals. In the Eastern Conference, who do you have? They're going Lightning. They're going for a three-peat. I'm only calling it. They're going three-peat. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with the – I'm going to go a little upset here. I'm going to go with the New York Rangers. Very young team. Clearly, they have a great goalie. They also have a former Blackhawk, Artemi Panarin, who we traded to him for literally nothing Dork. because our organization's stupid. But I'm going to go with the Rangers. Who do you have winning the Stanley Cup Finals? I just told you. Oh, the Lightning? They're going 3 baby. Okay. They're going Bulls mode. I'm going to go with the Calgary Flames. A Canadian team is going to win this year. So are you are you stupid? Yeah, you realize like the first however many years it was all Canadian teams, and now they haven't won one in a long time. So I meant like recent years. No, <laughs> not in recent years. So yeah, but how many Canadian teams are there? Toronto, the Calgary Flames. Is that it? In the playoffs, Edmonton Oilers. Oh, yeah. I believe that's it. So three. Yeah. Three out of the Canadians who are not in it. I believe they're getting rid of like their whole coaching staff, along with the Detroit Red Wings, who were so good. And then they just can't complete crap. Moving on to other sports. Of course, we'll keep you updated with the NHL playoffs as it happens. I'm 3 baby. 
Calling it. Okay. If I'm right, I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna place my bet. Okay. Go, yeah. Okay. John Rom won the Mexico Championship. Congrats to John Rom. This is his first win since last year at the playoffs. The players. What was called? One of the U.S. Open. Yeah, what it was. So. Congrats to John Rahm. Wells Fargo Championship is this weekend. It'll be a great weekend for golf. All of that leading up in a few weeks. And it is what? You don't know. TPC Sawgrass. TPC Sawgrass already passed. I don't know. Arnold Palmer. What's next? I don't know. It's already passed. Oh, my gosh. You're killing me. The PJ Championship. Cool. And which Phil will be back. Cool. He's going to get booed. No, he won't. You know who I was talking about booing? You know who I was booing Monday after the... Race at Dover was postponed to Monday. Was Chase Elliott because he won at Dover. It was it was actually a pretty good race. I will say I watched the whole race because I had nothing better to do on Monday, which is very sad. <laughs> but pretty good race. Of course, this weekend at Darlington, the throwback weekend with all the throwback paint schemes. A lot of great throwback paint schemes. Of course, in the booth for Fox, I believe they're going to have uh, Richard Petty, Bill Elliott, and a lot of other older dudes. They used to race. Older dudes. Yeah. Retired racers. Yeah. Come in and help call the event. So, looking forward to that. Of course, Darlington, one of the best racetracks at NASCAR. So, yeah. Paddle Award won the Grand Prix of Alabama. IndyCar. Yes. Very good. Very. He's a very good driver. Yeah. Say that. Of course, in two weeks, they go to the road course at Indianapolis. And in three weeks, Memorial Day weekend. Indy 500. Formula One. If you want to go to a Formula One race in the United States, this year is going to be great for you. They will be in Miami this weekend. I've seen a lot of guys already going to like sporting events, stuff like that, in the Miami area. I saw uh, George Russell at the Heat game. Tom Brady was getting up, was playing golf with Lewis Hamilton. It's impressive. Two seven-time champions out there playing golf. Imagine 14, seeing fourteen championships. Out imagine there. seeing that on the golf course. Oh, That'd be great. I just quit. <laughs> That's all. I throw my clubs in the lake. Well, Tom Brady's not good at golf. Well, probably neither is Lewis. Oh. I didn't even know Lewis golfed. He probably don't. He's probably like, what's this? <laughs> this is not an axle. <laughs> and then uh, points leader Charles Leclerc was at the uh, Marlins game last night because him and Jazz traded jerseys. Was he like one of 50 fans now? I can't say that. The Reds yeah. have like nobody in the no. stands. So... Look for I'm looking forward to the F1 race in Miami. It's great that the U.S. is getting more F1 races. And then Vegas will be next year, I think. That's well, actually, Vegas and Miami. Yeah, I might go to Vegas and, and also Texas. Oh yeah, because they do it going to yeah, Circuit of the Americas. Yeah. So three races next year. So if you're a big fan of F1, plan a trip. I I might even plan my trip out to Vegas when I go out there. So I might also. I'd love to go. To you want to go with race. me? Yes. You want to go with me and my family? Watch some F1. Yeah. And after that, I'm gonna do some adult stuff. Well, I'll just enjoy Vegas. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to be PG friendly, okay? Oh, yeah. Okay, so thank you guys. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Next week, we'll you know dive into more of the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, any NFL news. Probably not going to be much for next week. In a few weeks, I said we we're going to do it this week. In a few weeks, we will be giving our uh, NFL preview for the upcoming year as soon as some more deals are made stuff like that then of course watch some yeah. nba nhl playoffs nba watch some watch the wells fargo championships this weekend watch the throwback race at darlington watch the 
F1 race. F1 race. The only thing I hate about F1 races, like overseas, is they're like on at like two in the morning here. Yeah. And I, I ain't staying up and watching that. But I mean, if it's yeah, Miami will be like yeah. like six o'clock probably. It's a day race. Oh, it's a day race. I mean, yeah, I'll probably watch it maybe if I'm not. What day is that? Should be Sunday. Yeah, I'll be available. Should be. I'll watch it while I'm at work. Yeah. It's not like I do anything else there. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Come back here next week, next Wednesday, as always. Thank you guys and peace.